Guys, today on Unwavering Toxic Masculinity from the Dude's Den, I'm a little perturbed. I kind of go off today. I'm just letting you know. This is one of those episodes where you hear the passion, you feel the passion, you understand the passion I have for these two topics. I think it's absolutely ridiculous that we are where we are in 2023. I think our country needs help, and I think it needs help by way of men, and I mean all men. I think there are fundamental things that we should come together on. These two topics right here are both two things that I think should separate party lines. None of that should matter. Again, I say in the episode, I'm not Republican, okay? And I kind of go into why I'm not Republican. So so I don't leave that don't leave anything on the table, okay? However, we should forget party lines and come together on the basis of these two topics. So much more, but these two things right here should not even be debatable. I think this is terrible, terrible for the country, it's terrible for our future, it's terrible for the fabric. It, it, it is, it is, it is, it's, it's terrible. I, I don't know what to say. Anyway, guys, I'm very passionate about this one. So, you know what time it is. I'm Kevo, your host, and in this room full of God, family, country, let's do it. Quiet, please. It is time to listen. A sexy and hysterical genius is about to speak. This is Unwavering. Toxic masculinity from the dude's den. Guys, welcome to the show. I am your host, Kevo. I hope you are doing well. Wherever you are, however you're joining me, thank you. It means so much. Go to our Facebook page. Give us a like. Unwavering Toxic Masculinity from the Dude's Den. Please click like, follow, subscribe, whatever it is. I don't even know what exactly you do to got to do all that. But but anyway, Facebook, uh, Unwavering Toxic Masculinity from the Dude's Den. And then follow and subscribe to this podcast. I'm not going to waste any time getting started right now. So here we are in 2023, and we are in a place in time that I never in a million years thought we would ever be. Never. If I would have said to you 10 years ago, even, you know what, let's be honest. If I would have said to you five years ago, if I would have said, hey, I'm going to tell you something, you're not going to, you're, that I have so many screws loose. But trust me, this is going to happen, okay? Just hear me out. Five years ago, hear me out, okay? The year is 2018. And I'm here to tell you, in 2023, two of the hottest topics, two two of the most pushed uh, just unbelievably, unbelievably pushed narratives by the insane, I mean insane, liberal left is that in California, they're waiting on the governor to sign an $800 billion 
$1,000 package that would give each black resident that qualified, I'm sure it's 18 or over, or, or I'm, I'm assuming that that's what that is, okay? So $1.2 million each because they had family that were slaves. So five years ago, I'm telling you that, I'm telling you, San Francisco put together a reparations board and they pulled $800 billion out of their ass. When you ask how they got there, they can legitimately say, we don't really know. So $800 billion. This is where they. This is where they're going to get to. Okay, so five years from now, it's going to be twenty twenty three. In San Francisco, it's going to come up with this eight hundred billion. Now, keep in mind that people are leaving San Francisco faster than you can say Ambassol. They are leaving San Francisco that fast. San Francisco is on pace to lose four hundred and fifty million. $450 million in tax revenue over the next two to four years. But somehow, they want this governor, this idiotic, anti-American, woke, disgusting governor, to sign $800 billion. $1.2 million per rep. So in 2023, that's going to be a big thing. Trust me. I know you think I'm crazy, right? All right. Let me tell you the second thing that in 2023 is going to be crazy. Are you ready? You ready? You're going to watch footage of people standing up telling you that in order to save lives, if a child tells you that that he, he he she's twelve and she wants to be a boy, you need to do what she says. You need to rem- you need to have double mastectomy. You need to give her Lupron or whatever it is and turn her to a boy. No questions asked. I'm pausing for two reasons. Number one, I'm letting it all sink in. Number two, for dramatic effect. In 2023. These, these are the hot button topics for Democrats. You are, let me tell you something. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm finally going to say it. Don't care who cares. I don't care. If you call yourself a Democrat, if you can actually vote for these people, you are the problem. This is absolutely insane. This is insane. To think, well, it's not my problem. You know, I'm just going to stay out of it. Or, or, well, you know, slavery was tough. No, fuck that. This is insane. Tell me what it does. Tell me. Tell me. Right now. I want you to tell me how this fixes anything. Schools run down jobs run down no fathers in homes 
but we're going to throw money at it. Do you honestly think that's going to work? Do you honestly? So, so here's what you want. Here's what we want. We want people to be happy for just a short term. You know what? Look, look, everybody's so happy because I'm telling you, I'm willing to bet if California idiotically, um, I don't know if, I don't know, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I bet you this has fixed nothing. Because see, at the end of the day, here's what, here's what you're going to do. Here's the study. The, here, I'm serious. Think about this. Here's the study. Okay. California paid reparations. That, that's, that's making amends for slavery. Okay. It, it created more dads in homes. Right? No, it didn't do that either. Well, then what did it do? Well, it made people happy. That's what we're doing. We're paying people to make them happy. $1.2 million to make people happy. If I would have said to you that in 2023, here here are the hot button topics, okay? All right, girls, hey, if you do not agree that a girl who wants to be a boy should be able to do what she wants to do at 12 and you get that, you're a homophobe, you're a transphobe, you're every phobe out there. You're all of them. You're every phobe known to man. You're the phobe if you don't agree with it. I... I I used to think, I used to think that when all said and done, humanity, society, you know, people, people would restore my faith. They would, they would do things. They would say things. They, you know, they're going to restore our faith. Guys, it's the first time I can honestly say. I have lost a chunk of faith that I will never get back. Like this faith that I've lost now cannot be, re- there's nothing that can happen to make me lose, to, to make me gain that faith back. And here's why. Because number one, uh, these leftist crazy liberal lunatics are not going to change their mind about saying that a kid ought to be able to do what they want to do at 12 years old. The state of Washington has, uh, what is it, uh, Senate Bill 5599, I believe it is. It's sitting on the governor's desk, which says, the parents do not have to approve of gender-affirming care. They don't have to approve. If the kid wants to do it, they should do it. They, they can be moved out of the home, put into uh, social services, and, and the care seen through. That's sitting on the governor's desk. Yeah, sitting there on the governor's desk. You think they're going to up and change their mind about that? Do you think all of a sudden they're going to, you know what, man, this is crazy. I don't know what we were thinking. Yeah, let's, we, we all agree, let's change this. That's not happening. Here's what else is not happening. Now, now, if, if people in California don't get their $800 billion, they're 1.2 million each. You know what they're going to do, right? We know. They're going to say 
that this is racist. They're going to say another way the system's out to get them. They're going to say that they cannot believe they're not getting it. They demand their reparations and people are going to be angry. What are we doing? What are we doing? There are problems in inner city communities. And I just named them a minute ago. I just named them. Schools. Teachers. Lack of fathers. Crime. That's jobs. That's not fixing any of that. There are people living on the streets in California in record numbers, record numbers. And we're actually considering this shit. This is a joke. This is dangerous. You have now set a precedent now that that now when you come back from it, it's going to make things worse when people realize you can't, how are you going to get that $800 billion in a state that is so broke? How are you going to get it? Tell me. And don't give me this, the rich got to pay their fair. Stop it. Stop it. I don't want to hear that shit anymore. Quit trying to take other people's money. Quit trying to do that. All right? If you want something, work for it. There are so many people, so many people that are busting their butts to thrive in this country who had relatives, who had ancestors that were slaves, and they don't want a handout. They want to earn what they get. Why why is that so... Why, how in the world, how is that controversial? How am what I saying, how is that controversial? What, what, what is wrong with that? What is wrong with that? We are going down wormholes, man, that you cannot come back from. You can't come back from. I'm telling you, this is a dangerous, dangerous precedent. An article in The Hill. Reality finally comes for California's reparations plans by Joe Concha. Now, I want you to listen to this, okay? All right. Reparations, the act of making amends, offering, or giving satisfaction for a wrong or injury. That's the official definition of reparation, reparation excuse me, in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. And in California, officially a free state during the era of slavery, a reparations task force just approved recommendations that could give each black resident $1.2 million as compensation for slavery and other injustices. If this becomes law, 
it will cost the state of California an estimated $800 billion. The reparations debate tends to fall along ideological and racial lines, according to the Pew Research Center. Reparations are supported by nearly half of Democrats, but just 8% of Republicans. Overall, more than two-thirds, 68% of Americans, oppose reparations. You know why? Because it's not doing any good. Do you know why Democrats support it? Do you know why? Because it's a bought vote. They know they will never have to do anything. Matter of fact, they ain't going to do nothing right now. Just keep promising this. Just keep promising it. People are going to keep voting for it. This ensures Democrats a, a good another 8, 12 years in California. Does. Because they're going to keep saying, hang on, we're going to get there. 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 That's all this does. Uh, so given the amount of money discussed, surely the city's African-American Reparations Advisory Committee put a lot of time and energy into devising and applying some kind of mathematical formula to land at $1.2 million per person, right? Right? There wasn't a math formula, confessed the committee's chairman, Eric McDonald. It was a journey for the committee towards what could represent a significant enough investment in families to put them on this path to economic well-being, growth, vitality, that should tell slavery and all policies that flowed from it destroyed. So, just throw a seven-digit number out there and see if it sticks. Got it. Got it. Okay. Easy question here. Where exactly is all this money going to come from? Because last check, San Francisco is facing a $728 million budget shortfall over the next two fiscal years. I want to repeat that. $728 million budget shortfall over the next two fiscal years. As is always the case, Democratic solution is simply to impose another tax on the rich. The rich must pay their fair share. I said that a minute ago. You know, It's the mantra when it comes to justifying more spending. But the top 1% of income earners made nearly 21% of all income but paid 40% of all federal income taxes. So it appears they're already paying more than their fair share. But with high income earners fleeing the Golden State, tax revenue continues to be depleted. That's per Bloomberg News, okay? San Francisco, suffering from some of the nation's weakest office occupancies and stubbornly low transit ridership, is now expecting business taxes over the next two years to decline by $179.3 million from previous estimates. Significantly, property taxes, usually a stable revenue source in downturns, are now projected over the same period to drop by $261 million from the earlier forecast. So, Hang on. Let's go back up real quick. We got $728 million budget shortfall the next two fiscal years. Now we go back down here and we got $179.3 million from previous estimates. That's a, a tax revenue law decline, okay? Then we got $261 million from the earlier forecast. I don't know if you're keeping score, but that's a fucking lot, okay? Just in case you keep it score, I'm just letting you know. All right. To complicate matters further, San Francisco has seen the largest exodus of citizens of any city in the country. In other words, there's no tax revenue to save the day. Which brings us back to that original question, guys. Where's the $800 billion coming from to pay for this? California Governor Gavin Newsom. It's got a D out beside his name. I love Joe Concha, though. That's my man. But, yeah, yeah he's a Democrat. Uh, surely, uh, not Joe Concha. No, I said that wrong. <laughs> Gavin Newsom's a Democrat. Joe Concha's the man, okay? All right. I thought it was funny that he put a D out beside Gavin Newsom's name. He Dick, that's what that means. Dickhead. Anyway, sorry, I'm, I'm being crass today. Surely, 
Gavin Newsom knows uh, the math doesn't remotely work. Of course, Newsom established the Reparations Task Force 2020, but he now seems to be rejecting the recommendations for $1.2 million per year. Huh? Is that what's happening? Yeah, it is. Dealing with the legacy of slavery is about much more than cash payments. That's what he said. In other words, California don't have the money, guys. In addition, according to the Wall Street Journal, the California Legislative Office estimates tax revenue during the fiscal year and the next will likely be $10 billion lower. And the budget gap will likely be about $7 billion larger than the governor forecast last month. Assuming Democrats restrain spending, they don't know how to do that. America's first black president once weighed in on reparations. In 2004, he said, I fear reparations will be an excuse for some to say we've paid our debt. Who owes debt still? Who owes debt still for that? And in 2008, he said, I've said in the past, and I'll repeat again, that the best reparations we can provide, which is very true, are good schools in the inner city and jobs for people who are unemployed. These challenges will not go away with reparations. I agree with that part 100%. That is smart Barack Obama talking. But then, then in the next sentence, he gets he gets not smart again. So while I applaud and agree with the underlying sentiment of recognize the continued legacy of slavery, no, I don't. I would prefer to focus on the issues that will directly address these problems and building a consensus to do just that. Hard to argue with that perspective, but somewhere along the way, Obama changed his tune. Are reparations justified? Now, all of a sudden, in 2021, yes. The answer is yes from Obama. Of course, he doesn't attempt to explain the math behind it. This is where we are in 2023, okay? Student loans are being forgiven for well-off college graduates, but there's no loan forgiveness for those working hard to struggle to pay off a mortgage or car payment. Nope, not at all. Same goes for reparations. Where the thinking seems to be hand out cash rather than, as Obama once recommended, do the much harder work of investing in the institutions that can actually help more black Americans succeed. (sighs) Guys, we are watching. We're watching this nation crumble and here's what's crazy i'm gonna say it again i don't care who it pisses off most democrats don't give a fuck they just sit there well this nation was never that great it was that you're so full of shit you don't know what you're talking about you don't know what you're talking about this nation just a few short years ago was thriving thriving The day that man walked down that escalator, this whole race thing began. But let me tell you something odd. It got heavy then. But I find it funny. Find it quite funny that in 2008, when Barack Obama, president, Barack Obama, took office. His inauguration speech was amazing. 
It was incredible. He talked about how he, he, that we live in a nation where this could happen. How thankful to be in this country where this man could stand there. Just a few short years since Jim Crow and the Civil Rights Movement. That this man could stand here and take the office of the presidency of the United States. That's 2008. In 2016, when he leaves office, go watch that farewell address. It's quite the different sentiment, you know. It's uh, a little darker, a little, uh, uh, a little, uh, well, you know, we live in a racist nation. This country is still right. Like, wait a second. Hold up. For, for eight years, eight years, people voted in a black man in. Nobody, this country is not systemically racist. There are. There are instances of racism. Yes, they are. But in every direction, in every direction, what there's not is there are not systems. There are not laws in place. There are not laws being governed and put forth, being carried out. There are not police officers out there saying, okay, well, these laws don't apply to white people, but they apply to black people. Yep, this is how we're enforcing the law. And uh, look, the, the, these, uh, these credit scores don't apply to this person. They, they apply to this person. They, it's not happening. It's not happening. This is an absolute travesty. This is a joke. If you honestly, seriously can sit here and say that this country owes reparations to any group, you're, 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 I, I just, I, you, you, sh- you honestly shouldn't be allowed to vote. You, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. I am all for trying to figure out a way to take that $800 billion over the next 10 years. Not in California, though. Not just in California. First off, California is a shithole. It is an absolute gar pit and a shithole. That being said. Not just in California. Take that $800 billion and invest it in inner city schools. Invest it in local businesses in those communities. Invest it in factories near and in those communities. Create good jobs. Create a positive way of life. Youth centers, churches, schools, promoting promoting the nuclear family. That's all of a sudden a problem in 2023. What the hell are we doing? What in the world are we doing? 
I've never in my life ever, ever, ever thought about running for public office. I've got so many skeletons in my closet. People would look at me and go, is this, is this, is this really happening? I know. But I'm wondering where we stand in my area. I'm wondering where we stand in this area that I'm in on, on uh, uh, gender-neutral bathrooms. Where we stand on how many genders there are. Where we stand on, on these, these woke policies that are beginning to trickle down to all parts of America. I wonder where we stand on that. I wonder... I wonder if I wonder if we're even going to I wonder if we're even going to be a country in 5 years. We are being torn apart from the inside out. From the inside out we're being torn apart. America's not systemically racist. It's not. It's not. If you want to just, if you want to talk the facts, I would love to have you on. Just talk, let's talk the facts. Let's talk it. Let, let's let's hundred percent talk it. You're going to lose this argument. It's not systemically racist. The problem that we have in this country is you've got a lot of people that think they're owed something that they're not. You've got a lot of people. A lot of people that think they know what they know what's best and they don't. You have a lot of people that think it's okay for a 12-year-old girl to have a double mastectomy. We are in a screwed up place. And when I say that we need God, when I say that we need faith, when I say we need to restore God, we need to restore families, we need to I'm told that I'm the problem. I'm the problem. We are in a bad, bad spot. We're in a bad spot. And the longer we sit, guys, the longer we sit and give in to these insane thoughts, that men can be women and women can be men and there's more than two genders and it's just floating out there in the constellations and all that. The more we give in to this mental illness issue, the worse this is getting. This is why I'm so adamant about where we are today. Because, guys, it all started, all this started, you know, in the name of quote-unquote tolerance, okay? And if you go back and listen to a few podcasts ago, I give the story of how this gender stuff came to this country, okay, with with Dr. John Money, who was an absolute degenerate, okay, a, a colleague of his, uh, you know, Dr. Alfred Kinsey, who was a known child molester and pedophile. This is disgusting. This is all just, this is all disgusting. Reparations, $800 billion. California, guys, we're going down a road that now, now, committees done been put together. This is what I'm talking about. You're giving in 
It's the same thing that happened with this gender thing. You know, back a few years ago. I'm not, I'm telling you that. Just look, guys. What's the big deal? Just use their pronouns, okay? The minute you tell a lie, the minute you give a lie like that, you give into a lie like that. It's only going to have to get bigger and have more lies attached to it in order to make people happy. I, you remember? You remember? We all heard it, right? Three, four, five years ago, you heard this. Uh, you know, gender is is a social construct. You're now hearing. You're now hearing. Well, sex is a social construct. There really is no male or female. Holy shit, man. This is unbelievable. Unbelievable. This is a disgusting, disgusting, vile liberal party we're dealing with today. This is a party of of, of zero morals. No good. Hey, look, look, look. First off, let's get this out of the way. I'm not a Republican. I've said that time and time again. I'm not, but maybe for the reasons you think, I'm, I'm not for the reasons maybe you think I say I'm not, not because they're vile too, because I, no, I don't think they're as vile as Democrats. No, I do not. No, no, yeah, there's one or two. There's the exception to the rule. Of course there is. Of course there is. But no, no. But here's what it is. I'm not because they're cowards. Let me tell you the example why I'm not. They said in this article, 8% of Republicans agreed with reparations. Those 8% are cowards. They're cowards. They couldn't say, no, this is not right. We don't need to do this, guys. This is setting a precedent that we can't come back from. Once that bell is rung, it's rung, and this is going to create more racial tension. That's all this is going to do. Too cowardly to say it. They're too cowardly to say that uh, there, there is, there's that 8 or 10% of them, maybe 12 or 15%, whatever it is, that's too cowardly to say, hey, look, look, there are only two genders. We're not, we're not, we're not doing this shit anymore. Okay, we messed up by agreeing with it. We shouldn't have. They're not. There's only, there's male, there's female, that's it. They're too cowardly to do that. They're too cowardly to enforce standards and values, decent standards of values. And that's, you know, girls need to have their restrooms, boys need to have theirs. Hey, that's not too much to ask. There doesn't need to be some bathroom in the middle that says, well, these are for gender neutral. No, no, there doesn't need to be a bathroom in school where a male and a female can go in together. No, it doesn't. All right, here's another one. Doesn't need to be one in the grocery store. Doesn't need to be one in the restaurant. Doesn't need to be one in 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 the, the civic centers and and uh, town halls across the country. Doesn't need to be that way. Don't need to be that way in YMCA's. It doesn't need to be that way in civic uh, 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 meeting areas. It doesn't need to happen. It doesn't because that is just basic goodness. There are high schools in this country. There are schools. And I said high schools. I'm wrong. There are schools in this country that are allowing boys to go in the same bathroom as girls if they're comfortable. Nobody's asking these girls if they're comfortable with this. 
There's a school in Wisconsin that's given out tampons in the boys' restaurant. <sighs> Guys, we have an issue at hand. Men, I'm calling on men. We have an issue at hand. And that issue is we need to be fucking men. We need to say, no, we're not allowing this. And we're, we're, this has got to stop. It is not that difficult to say, hey, I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican. I don't care if you're Democrat or Republican. Guys, let's come together and all agree. Males are males, females are females. We don't need to do anything to promote grade school children, uh, uh, high, junior high, high school children going into the same bathrooms together. So let's all agree, let's all agree at this, okay? I don't think you should cut your breast off at eighteen to become a male, but 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 you know what? You're eighteen, okay? Do you? I I I think that should be outlawed. I don't think you should be able to do that for any reason. However, however, whatever, whatever. But until 18, it should be up to the parent. This should not even be a thing. Matter of fact, I, 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 no, I said that wrong. My bad, my bad. I said that wrong. Until you're 18, a parent shouldn't even be able to do that to you. A parent should not be able to consent that you cut off your genitals. Watched a guy in a, a speech earlier, and he, he he was like, these studies showed, he started sp- spitting out these studies. So a couple things about those studies. Number one, um, I find it odd that the people given those studies are people that are making the money off these surgeries. That's one thing. Number two, uh, what kind of study is that? Because we're not talking three months. These studies showing that this cuts down on suicides, that it makes them happier. What will be? Three months? Four months? Two years? Okay, three years. That's what you. So you're saying that's a positive study. That's not a study, guys. You got a 12 year old. Let's just take that for example, for some reason. Let's say 12. You got a 12-year-old that decides, that mom and dad said I could cut my penis off and become a girl. Okay, all right. Two years, three years later, he he still thinks, hey, you know, I'm happy. No, 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 no. That's not what the study needs to be. Where is he at in 10 years? See, we don't have those studies because we weren't doing that to children 10 years ago. Do you honestly think that the majority of 12-year-old children that want to be the opposite sex and and be mutilated, do you honestly think 10 years later, the majority of them are going to be thrilled with that decision and happy? Use your common sense. No, no. So these studies are shit. And it's, hey, hey, do not pull this. Oh, well, the study's shit because they're saying that they're happy three months Use your common sense, guys. Three months, huh? Three months. In 1967, whenever it was, that John Money convinced this couple to cut uh, 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 Bruce Reimer's uh, testicles off, castrate him, turn him into Brenda. 
The first visit, everything looked great. Oh, worked. Matter of fact, money said it was a success. It's nurture over nature. Remember, that's what happened. As years went on, money saw that that was not the case. But that vile, sick, degenerate refused to take that back. That, hey, this, okay, I was wrong. Shouldn't have said it worked because it's not working. Refused to do it. You know, so two, three years. Oh, oh, I mean, it it looked great. Four years, not so much. Five years, no. Six years, no. It was looking bad. We are honestly in a time where our society needs men. And yes, we need men that are going to stand up for their own, of course. My family, you stand up for yours. But we also... We also need men who aren't afraid to stand up to society. We need men that are going to stand up and go, hey, I'm not for this. We need men that will that, that will say publicly, that will say in front of people, I don't want this to upset people. If it does, it does. Oh, well. But I am not for I am not for mutilating and cutting the genitals off children ever. I'm not for it. It's dangerous. I will never stand for it. And I'll do everything in my power to not let that happen to any child. That's what we need. This comes to a line where you can't just do that. Well, look, it's their child. If they want to. No. We have got to be men. We got to do something about this. This is dangerous. This is a problem. California is an absolute joke. You're a joke. You are an absolute joke, California. You're, you're, uh, who in the hell ever thought San Francisco putting together a reparations committee was a good idea? And, and, and I want to and I, and I read you the key part of that one more time. One more time, okay? Just to make sure that uh, 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 let's see um, hang on hang on oh dude this is my this is my favorite part of this uh, favorite part of this article is when right here uh, given the amount of money being discussed surely the city's African American reparations advisory committee put a lot of time and energy into devising and applying some kind of mathematical formula to land at 1.2 million dollar per person right right in growth and vitality that slavery and all the policies that flowed from it destroyed. That you shitting me? This is California, the uh, San Francisco, the city's African American Reparations Advisory Committee, you just set race relations back even more now. Pandering. That's all you're doing. You bought votes. You fucking bought votes. You've bought votes for Democrats that are going, bravo, bravo. You've These people on TV, the Views and the Joy Behars, they are sick, disgusting people. These people are cowards. None of us, you, me, no one should be judged by the color of our skin. Quite the contrary. 
we should always, always be judged by the content of our character. What we do for one another. How we treat one another. How we talk about one another. When no one's around. That says a lot. That says a lot. And I'm going to tell you, anyone that knows me knows black, white, green, you're my brother and sister in Christ. You have a tree on your house? Call me. I will come running. You need a place to sleep? I, if I have a bed? No, yeah, I'll move. Honey, let's sleep on the couch tonight. Let's let this family sleep. I don't care. But I don't owe you anything. You don't owe me anything. We don't owe each other anything. It was one of the most vile, disgusting things that ever happened in our nation, slavery was. But it's over. It's time to move on. It's time to move on. But I know there's a bunch of people out there that are going to put themselves before this nation. And I truly, truly, truly believe in the creed of God, family, country. Those three things, those three things are the most important things to me in the discussion. Love you guys. I went on a rant. Sorry. Um, do not forget this Thursday, I will be, uh, it'll be live from 6 to 8. Uh, you got to download the app, okay? We, we are going live like we will be every, every Thursday, 6 to 8. 6 to 8, sorry, I skip over my words sometimes. So, 6 to 8 every Thursday, Town Radio app. Go to Outlaw Country, and every Thursday night, 6 to 8, we will be live. So, I cannot wait for you to join in and listen. I'd like to interact with you guys and, and take your comments and all that good stuff. So, do not forget, as always, love you, no matter what, I really do. I'm frustrated with a lot of you, but I'm sure you're frustrated with me too, if you disagree so in this room full of god family and country you know what time it is you know what it has been time for me to go it's been unwavering toxic masculinity from the dudes den